Hello everyone, welcome once again. This is uh, our devotional series and as we've been running uh, the series for the month and for the week, uh, the first part of what we started discussing as we had said on stewardship for this season is stewardship of life and for day seven we're looking at I'm accountable. I'm accountable. This is an amazing devotional. I'm going to read the scriptures attached to it and we'll read the body of the devotional. So Matthew chapter 12 verse 36, it says, But I say to you that for every idle word men speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. And Amos chapter 6 verse 3 says, Woe to you who put far off the day of doom, who caused the seat of violence to come near. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25, it says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So let's see what the devotional says about being accountable. It says every manager must be expected to be evaluated by his superiors. When you live with an eternal perspective, you also realize... Okay, let me repeat that. Every manager must be expected to be evaluated by his superiors. When you live with an eternal perspective, you also realize that you are held accountable to God for how you invest the gift of your very life. Because of man's sinful nature, man wants to be God rather than be held accountable by God. God is distorted by the human mind into man's own image and thus everything becomes permissible. This self-centered view of life leads to a miserable state of slavery to sin rather than freedom and joyful obedience to God. Freedom is not what you want to do, but the power to do what is right. It is the truth of accountability that grants us true freedom. Today, we live in a time when, having fundamentally rejected the absolute and clear teachings of Scripture, man seeks to make God accountable to him for his comfort and for his pleasure. I hope you got that. That is, we live in a system now where man is the one wanting God to be accountable to himself and not him being accountable to God. Why? For him to be able to live, you know, to his own comfort and his own pleasure. So Jesus emphatically taught that a day of judgment is coming when every person will have to give an account. In Matthew 12, 26, he said, I tell you that on the day of judgment, people will give an account of every worthless word they speak. The prophet Amos spoke to the prosperous nation of Israel who sensed no need for anything spiritual. Amos asks a penetrating question. He says, do you put off the day of calamity? This is in Amos 6 verse 3 as we had read initially. He says, these were people who may have recognized a time of accountability to God will come. But they did not believe it was near. So they gave themselves up to a life of spiritual insensitivity, material gluttony, and sensuality. How can we prepare ourselves for the day of accountability? The writer of Hebrews sums it up when he said, Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let's not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. And all the more, as you see the day approaching, Hebrews 10 verse 25. God has placed us in his body, the church, so that we are accountable to each other and can build one another. Let me read this. Early African converts to Christianity were earnest and regular in private devotions. Each one reportedly had a separate spot in the ticket where he could pour out his heart to God. Over time, that's the ticket is a bush path. Over time, the paths to these places became well-worn. 
As a result, if one of those believers began to neglect prayer, it was soon apparent to the others. So they will kindly remind the negligent one, brother, the grass grows on your path or the grass is growing on your path. So biblical accountability begins with taking responsibility for your actions and behavior and making a decision to allow others to help you do what is right. Repeat, biblical accountability. So the point here is that one of the things that help us sustain our Christianity in times like this is support systems. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is then accountability. Having people who through faith and patience have obtained the promise, who we are accountable to, to help us, you know, help us strengthen ourselves, stay in line, continue to do what is right. God wants us to be stewards of the life that he has given us. One day we will be accountable to him for the life we have lived. So let us prepare ourselves today. There's a quote here by John Stott. It says, although we have responsibilities to others, we are primarily accountable to God. It is before him that we stand and to him that one day we must give an account. So we should not therefore rate human opinion too highly, becoming depressed when criticized and elated when flattered. Prayer, Lord, we thank you. We thank you because your interest is for our good. Help us to take stock of our life today. And help us to submit ourselves to accountability. Help us also to build support systems that will help us, you know, stay stable. That will help us continue to serve you as you desire to be served. Help us to please you. Help us to do your will. Help us to glorify your name. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by your spirit. You're the one who will help us, Lord. And for these things and more, we give you glory and praise. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let the word of God find access. Let it take root. Let it produce results in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray.